Welcome friends to the Someone Gets Me podcast. I am your host, Diane Allen, and I am so delighted that you're here. This podcast was created because I believe there is a visionary leader inside each one of us who is waiting to be seen. In each episode of Someone Gets Me, you will hear useful tips from successful visionaries who will share their stories about how being seen has allowed them to take their vision out into the world with action. Five stages of an aligned life, how to raise your vibration. Welcome friends. I have a great show planned for you today with these amazing five stages that go in cycles like the seasons that help us continue to be more aligned, be more in integrity, and raise our vibration so that we can be even more amazing than we already are because it shows up from within us, like the seed germinating and the flower blooming. So let's get started with the first stage of an aligned life, and that is intuition. Now, a lot of people think intuition is woo-woo, but it's becoming more popular out in the world. People are using that word. Um, But intuition really is our connectedness to the greater good, to the greater, because whatever is going on in the greater world is also going on with us. And so our intuition is our ability to dial into that. Now, if we're disconnected from ourselves or we have a ton of pain or a lot of fear, it's difficult to connect to our intuition. It would be like trying to see your reflection in a pot of boiling water or trying to see your reflection in water that's not still, right? Like that that doesn't work that way. But when it's still, we can see better. So intuition is all of the possibilities of our connectedness hanging out, waiting for us to say yes. It's our soul connected to the greater world, however you want to look at it. Now, one of the ways you can tell that somebody is not so connected to their intuition is they don't breathe very well. Like even people who are really good intuitives, when we get ready to dial in deeper with somebody, we breathe, we clear out all that stuff in order to really connect. So breathing is really important. And I have people in my life that go, yeah, I know I need to breathe. Yeah, I know I need to breathe. Well, it's bigger than just an idea. It's important. So there, intuition. Intuition comes through in many ways. It can come through in a sense of knowing. It can come through in a smell, a word that just pops in your head or phrase. It can come through in a vision, something you see in your mind's eye. There's all different ways it comes through. And for people like me, it comes through in more than one way, in more than one arena. But what matters is that we pay attention to that inner guidance and we pay attention knowing that that inner guidance is connected to the greater of the world, like the the laws that keep the planets going and nature going and all of that, that there's something greater that we are intrinsically a part of. I think sometimes in this industrial age and in this age of information, humans erroneously believe that we're independent from the world. We're independent from nature. We're independent from how things operate. But really, there's an elegant simplicity to the natural world that we are a part of. 
we are not observers of it and we're not separate from it. We are in it with all the animals and with the trees and with the weather and with nature and with mother earth. So intuition is our, our ability to dial in on those deep levels and receive information. Now, what we do with that information has lots of different um, effects, complications, if you will. We'll deal with that on another episode. So the second stage of an, of an aligned life is intention. Now, intention, even I squint my eyes a little bit, intention is where we focus our purpose or our aim. Intention vibrationally is very similar to prayer um, in the sense that we focus our attention. We take information, we focus it down, and we go after our purpose or what we're aiming for. It's bigger than just a goal because it has to do with determination and purpose. Now, goals can be part of it, but that's not all there is to intention. So when we're focused on something and we're focused with um, like in the zone, like an athlete does, you know, when we get like that, we're focusing on our purpose. Mm -hmm. So do you know what your purpose is? Do you know um, how you want to bring it about? What about your heart's desire? What's that? Now, if you're answering my questions in your head and you're only thinking about it, it's not the right neighborhood. You want to feel into it. Feel right here. What is it? What makes your heart sing? What are the things that you're involved in or that you do or that you want to do where time stands still because you're just so in it? That's the question. That's your intention. Where are you focusing your vital connection to all that is? What are you doing with it? Or are you ignoring it? And just cruising along life. I call it sleepwalking. Um, the third stage of an aligned life is attention. So we have intuition, we have intention, and then we have attention. And attention is where we focus our mind. What am I paying attention to? And as the phrase goes, where your attention goes, your energy flows. So whatever I'm focusing my attention on, I I collapse all the possibilities into the world to that one thing I'm focusing my attention on. So if I, we all go to an event and I'm focused on one thing and you're focused on something else and other people are focused on other things, we could leave and compare notes for that event and it will all be through the filter of what we were attending to. That's why when they, when, um, when they tell race car drivers, don't focus your attention on the wall, you'll drive right into it. Focus your attention where you intend to go, like around the bend or whatever. And so there's, there's a balance between our intention, our aim and our desire and our attention, what we're focusing on. And our attention helps us begin to take the next step, which is action, to get toward that goal. So they all work together on different levels, in different ways, in a perfect flow. That's why I'm calling it stages. It's not like steps. They, they go together and they move together. So it's important that you understand that whatever you are focusing your attention on, knowingly or unknowingly, that you are asking the universe for more of that because you're collapsing all the possibilities that are out in the world into the thing you're attending to. Now, where a lot of people don't realize is that they, they um, focus their attention in an unconscious or undisciplined way, and that creates a mess. 
So you hear about affirmations. And so one of the affirmations I like to use is I am beautiful, lovable, and capable. You hear it on some of my shows. Yes. Well, if I'm having trouble with my self-esteem, right? This is an example. I'm not having trouble with my self-esteem, but if you were or somebody was, then they, and they learn that I'm beautiful, lovable, and capable. And they say it one time, they focus their attention on that affirmation once, but yet their thinking is undisciplined. And so when they're going through the day, their attention is on oh, I don't look good enough. Oh, what's wrong with me? Oh, this isn't working. It's too hot. The weather is bad. All of those things that they're not paying attention to, that their attention is focusing on also come into reality because every thought is a thing and they come in. So making one positive statement or two or 10 is not where the real progress is made if you want to have really nice alignment. It's in really disciplining your thinking. Now, there's two different kinds of discipline, right? There's to be disciplined and there's having disciplined. Now, to be disciplined is when we've gone, we've gone off course and now we're coming back on course, right? Whether we're a little child and the parent disciplines us and brings us back to whatever, we not stop running away, come back, right? There's that to be disciplined. And then there's also to have discipline. And I know a lot of people who are gifted and things and, and creatives who go, I don't want to have any discipline. Well, they're missing the point because to have discipline gives us a beautiful foundation for our world, for our life. It gives us security, groundedness, and everything that we need in order to build something beautiful. So to have discipline means that my thoughts, my words, my actions all align. They're aligned. They're lined up. And so when I'm not paying direct attention to my thinking, it's not going off and doing something it's not supposed to do. We don't want to be chasing our mind around like, like our inner world is a three-year-old and we're an adult. Or what about the defiant teenager in there that wants to go, hey, I want to do it my way. I want to do it my way. Those defiant teenagers within are the ones that really can wreak havoc. So your attention matters and being disciplined in where your mind is going matters. Yes, it does. And we always are growing. Nobody's perfect and nobody has it all down because we're human. So it's about progress. It's about paying attention. It's about being willing to continue to evolve. Then the next step, the fourth stage is action. Now, there's lots of parts to this, right? There's taking action, and then there's choosing not to take action, which is a form of action. Then there are the two vital questions that I ask when it comes to action. One is, what am I willing to do to get me where I say I want to go? What am I willing to do? If my intention and my attention is focused on a particular goal and I'm not willing to take the action to get there, I'm not in alignment, right? So what am I willing to do? Really? Like, really, what are you willing to do to go get where you say you want to go? A lot of people say they have big dreams and then they don't, they're not willing to take the action. And then they make excuses. All of that is out of alignment. So what are you willing to do to get where you say you want to go? The second question is, what are you willing to no longer do to get where you say you want to go? 
Mm -hmm. Right. What are you willing to no longer do? Because it's easy sometimes in our culture that's all about doing, 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 going, going, going to think that we can just say, I'm going to take all these actions and we're going to get there. Well, but what are you willing to no longer do? What are you willing to stop doing that got you in the jam to start with? I'm working with a client right now who is focusing on her physical fitness or, and she wants to change her weight a little bit, but more it's like the re- the ratio of muscle mass and fat and things like that. And just to kind of like rip her body a little more to train. And so the question is, what are you willing to do? Well, she's willing to go to the gym. She's willing to change her diet. She's willing to do all those things. But then I asked her, what are you willing to no longer do? And it kind of took her by surprise, but what she realized was she was resistant to no longer having ice cream three nights a week as a treat because she works out so hard. She was willing to know, you know, she was no longer the no question of what are you willing to no longer do? She was also resisting certain types of working out that was, that she was guided to do by her trainers that weren't working. So she noticed there was conscious and unconscious resistance to change. And we found it in the, what is she willing to no longer do? Hmm. Because sometimes we want to hold on to the not so great behaviors and beliefs and ideas in order to co-sign our life, our results or lack of results. Well, I'm doing everything I can do. All right. Well, what are you doing that you need to stop doing? Let's try that on for size. And that's a place where a lot of people don't pay attention to their action. That the action that we take and the inaction or the actions we choose to release and no longer do all are part of the action phase of alignment. Like how am I lined up physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually with what is going on or what I say I want? Now, if you say you want something, focusing your intent, intention on it, and every time you keep really taking really amazing action and it's not working, right? You're not getting where you say you want to go. Then there's one of two things. One is you're not paying attention to what are you willing to no longer do. But also, you might have adopted somebody else's idea, belief system, or goal, and it's not yours to do. So it's it, maintaining sustained action doesn't get you there. That's where mentors come in. That's where people like me come in because I have that intuitive ability to ask the right questions to help open up the unconscious resistance to change. Unconscious resistance to change is a big deal and it's most prevalent in highly motivated people. Like, so if you're really going after something, you're going to run into those unconscious moments. That's why it's helpful to have mentors, coaches, people around that can really help you dial in. A mentor is very different than a coach. And so most of my clients use me as their intuitive mentor. And they also have coaches for their specific um, music or sports or, or academic pursuits. So what action are you taking? What are you willing to no longer do? Now, the other part of action is your locus of control. Yeah, your locus of control means where do you live your life from? So we are trained in our Western society to do an external locus of control, meaning the outside world shows up in our face and then we respond to the external environment, which means we stay in emergency a lot of the times and we're doing a lot of responding, responding, responding. However, 
healthy people, effective people, successful people learn an internal locus of control. They, they turn the table and the locus of control is right here in their gut. So we're acting upon the world, not reacting to what everyone else is doing out there. We're acting upon the world. We're not reacting to what's going on out there. And that's part of healthy action, like being aligned and connected to who you are, what's important, why you are sucking air here on earth, what is yours to do, and doing that from the inside out, acting upon the world. Like the lighthouses that I, I use a lot in, in my books and things, is they're, they're there, grounded, ready to go, and they shine their light. They don't go chase the boats down and try to make them come in, Right. They don't yell or turn off when you don't listen to them. They just shine their internal shining. And if you want to pay attention and be attracted and get to the safe harbor, great. If you don't, great. So action and inaction and focused with your attention and your intention all blend together for perfect alignment. And then step five is integration, the stage that most motivated, gifted people miss. And it's where a lot of people get in trouble because they miss it and they don't understand the importance of it. So integration is where we take the information from our intuition, the focus of our intention, what attention we do, our actions, and all of the landscape of what's going on in our lives. And we integrate the information, meaning we draw it into us so that then we can see how it aligns. And so usually that requires breathing. Oh, yes, I mentioned breathing and intuition, too. And steps one and five, they're very important. It's important all the time, but it's really important here. We breathe into it. We breathe in the information. We breathe in what's important. We allow ourselves to rest in quiet confidence of what we're learning, what we're gaining, the messages we're getting, what our soul is saying to us, our inspired ideas, the elegance of the flow in our world, and we allow it to integrate into the next version, the next stage, the next part of our evolution. So we can integrate the new information, the understanding, the awareness, and then we go back to Stage one, like, so it goes in a circle. So then stage one is we use our intuition to see, okay, now what? Now what's next? How do we do it? Because here's what happens. In the world, when we take any action or we do any inaction, the universe gives us immediate results, immediate feedback, immediately. Have you ever done something and then felt wrong about it? And like your gut went, ooh, right? Or you did something and you felt empowered and stronger. You get immediate feedback when you make a decision and you take an action on it. So the integration piece is saying, huh, is this an alignment? Does what is what I'm doing and thinking and saying go with who I say I am? See, so many people have depression and anxiety and upset because who they are on the inside is not being seen on the outside because they are the ones restricting it because we're taught to do that. We're taught to play the game 
and be whatever anyone wants us to be on the outside when there's this whole inside world that is meant to emerge and show up. And when you give it permission to show up, you look like you're amazing and have the superpower. Well, we all have it. The, the issue here is, are you choosing to live an aligned life so that it shows up in all of its beauty? Do you think you're valuable enough and worthy enough to live that kind of great life? Or are you holding back from false pride or false humility or, or something like that? Those are the questions. And so integration is real important. And sometimes it's a little rocky in there. Sometimes we have to say, ooh, I must be really good at this. So I have to drop that idea. I'm not good at this. Or, wow, this feels really, really good. This creative endeavor or this pursuit, and I wouldn't have figured that. Are we willing to follow those things that feel really amazing and align and wake us up? Or are we going to follow a limiting belief system or an old idea that, that maybe is outdated now that we're refusing to let go of? What are we going to do, right? We don't want to um, continue to hold on to the things, the ideas, the beliefs that got us in the jam of being disconnected from ourselves. We want to release those things so that we can be aligned and connected. And so here are the five steps again, intuition, paying attention to your connection to the greater intention is focusing your higher understanding on the bigger picture, the aim, the desire, the goal. Your attention is your mental part, what you're attending to. Then there's action. And then, of course, not taking action and practice, right? Practice is part of action. And then integration, which is allowing it to come within and become part of you so that then as you tap, tap back into your intuition, you start to see the flow. I'm getting goosebumps. You start to see how it works. And it works beautifully because they all intermingle. So they're not distinct steps necessarily. They go together. They flow together. So why do I even care about unaligned life? This is how I live my life, but why do I even care about it? Well, because a lot of us have goals. A lot of us have challenges we're trying to, to deal with. A lot of us have big issues we're trying to help the world with, or sometimes it's just personal stuff or family stuff. Well, the solution is not outside of you. The solution to whatever it is, is within you. And the way you unlock that solution is to get into alignment. So rather than looking outside of you for the answer, go within, become aligned, work on your alignment, and the solution will show up. Just yesterday, I was meditating and kind of dialing into my intuition and following these steps to, real, to align myself to a question that's been kind of like on my mind and I've been bumping into the old beliefs about it lately and I, I, I want to integrate and transcend the the stickiness of it. So I was, I was dialing into my intuition. I was letting myself focus my mind. I was taking action by journaling a little bit and, and just paying attention, reading, doing those things, talking to a friend. And pretty soon as I integrated the information, I started to see, oh, hold on. This is what's going on. This is the old kind of sneaky belief that was living over here in the corner that would just show up and kind of mess up things and then go away and then mess up things and go away. So sometimes when you get that static, it doesn't feel so good. That's the time to slow down and go, okay, 
what's the message? Where did you come from? What's going on? Because I can choose if I want to, to elevate into a different place so that my vibration's higher and that sticky gooky stuff from the past doesn't have to bother me anymore. And then pretty soon it loses its power and pretty soon it moves on. But we have to be willing to be aligned and pay attention within. So of course I was journaling and, and meditating and I spoke to a friend about it the other day and I'm just kind of pondering where this is going to go. And I uh, opened my iPad and I have, and I went on YouTube and I, cause I have a bunch of different people I follow and I was just, you know, I'm watching the, the Florida Gator football team. And that always makes me like really anxious because you never know what's going to happen in college sports. And I'm watching that and I'm, ah, and, and, um, and then, so I'm like, okay, well, because I'm a multi-potentialite, I can kind of play around on YouTube while I'm watching the game. And then that way I won't be so stressed out with what that team's going to do. And what happened? Because I was asking the questions and thinking about how to get rid of the sticky belief system that was really, really bothering me. And I really wasn't sure how to do it yet. The very first video suggestion was from somebody I follow. And I looked at it. That person recorded it three years ago. And there it was right in front of me. Imagine that. So I started watching it and I, I was like, oh, hold on. And all of a sudden, all these little um, inspired ideas and thoughts I'd been having over the last couple months all came right into alignment. Like, oh, that's how it is. There you go. This is how it comes together. This is how that little sticky part can be released with love and kindness and not yelled at or be mad at or have fear get in the way. So when you seek the alignment, the solution shows up usually from not where you think. If you would have asked me, well, you open your iPad and look at YouTube and there'll be a video that will help bring everything together into alignment. I would look at you and go, no, I don't think so. My brain doesn't always know. Your brain doesn't always know the right answer. That's where open-mindedness comes in. So these five steps, these five stages go together in a circle. They always work. They're always fluid. So when you're paying attention to the messages, you're getting your intuition and your focus, you're in your intention. My intention is to be a beneficial presence. My intention is to stand in sovereignty as I support people to stand in their own sovereignty and quit lying to themselves, which sometimes can be hard, right? My attention goes to doing the highest good that I can understand to do. And since we're all growing, sometimes those sticky things come in. That's where the action comes in, or that's when the, what am I willing to no longer do comes in. That's where the effective questions come in. And then we learn how to integrate it and move forward with confidence and competence. So it all works together. And so my work as a mentor and, and intuitive is to really support people in getting very good at this pattern in this system and helping people ask the right questions, seeing things for people that they can't see yet, you know, because we all have blind spots. There's all kinds of amazing work that we can do. There's all kinds of amazing ways to open possibilities that are right there. You're just not looking at them yet, or you just can't see them because the questions aren't the proper questions. So I hope this has been helpful for you. 
um, I've had fun talking about things that really um, give me goosebumps that that excite me for how we all can live a higher vibration, how we all can live an aligned life that feels empowered and beautiful and amazing and where we can stand in our sovereignty, individual and yet connected to all that is. And it's in that, my friends, that the world, our lives become amazing, magical and powerful. So until the next episode of Someone Gets Me, remember, you are beautiful, you are lovable, you are capable. Be well. Thank you for listening. I trust you gained some valuable inspiration and information. Please join me and other visionaries in the Someone Gets Me Facebook group. Or for more information on my services and additional episodes, visit someonegetsme.com. Again, thanks for listening.